of interpretation. The deepest I've ever read anywhere and fresh because it didn't have, it wasn't sort of rehashings of other people's views, other people's ideas. So it is that you will find that if you can get the key to spiritual truth, it comes from not just the mind, obviously, but even mentally it'll help you. If you can get it down deeper than the mind into your, into your intuition, into the soul, but even with the mind, you'll find it amazingly true that you can pick up any scripture and immediately know what it is, know whether it's valid or whether it isn't valid, and understand the different expressions that they give. Now, one of the things that they... Well, let, let, let's talk about that since I started, first of all. How, how is now we come to the teaching, now we take up the teaching of yoga? How's that an aphorism? Well, minimally so. But that word now happens to be an important word in this context. He's starting a book. When you say now, in introducing something, you presuppose that you've been doing something else beforehand. And in fact, that's what was being done. The essential teachings of India are one. Sanatan Dharma is the real name of Hinduism. Hinduism is uh, an invented word given to the Indian teaching by foreigners. Sanatan Dharma is the indigenous word and it means eternal religion. And that eternal religion means that truth which sages in all countries, in all religions, have experienced. It doesn't mean the religion of India, except to the extent that the religion of India expresses that truth. But that truth is deeper than, than uh, any kind of scripture can possibly uh, express. And so it is that the teaching of Sanatana Dharma is essentially one. In the old times in India, which is when this teaching originated, they had a unitive view of life. They saw all things as a part of, as manifestations of the same spirit. And the different philosophies that they evolved are only different emphases that are given to this path to God, to enlightenment. Now we take up the study of yoga. The reason for that is that there are three basic needs, uh, you might say, stages of the spiritual search. The first stage is summed up in the Shankya philosophy, which emphasizes the need of man for something more than this world. It talks about maya, about delusion, about the inadequacies of this world, how the more you seek, the less you find. And it speaks of the need for waking up from this material delusion. Once you've been convinced that you really do want to get out of it, this philosophy alone doesn't take you to God. One of the aphorisms of Shankya philosophy is Ishar Ashiddha, God cannot be proved. He can't be proved on this level with the intellect, with the senses, with that which we know in this world. All we know is that we need something more than what we have right now. After we've convinced ourselves that we do want something more, then comes the next stage, 
yoga. Yoga is that practice which helps you to attain a higher level of awareness than that which the senses reveal to you. Yoga's chittavriti nirod. Yoga is the neutralization of the waves of feeling. I'll come back to that in a moment. After yoga comes the next philosophy, Vedanta philosophy. You can't be a true Vedantin unless you're also a true yogi. Because you have to have practiced and attained that vision of oneness to be a true Vedantin. Vedanta is the philosophy which stresses the uh, which speaks about those truths that are beyond the senses. Yoga is the science for how to get there. Vedanta tells you what you're looking for. First of all is the philosophy that tells you what you need. That you need to get out of a state of limitation.